What I love most about Mi Gente is our community and how important it is to take care of our own. Hey, it's Honey and Carolina. On our podcast, Life in Spanglish, we talk about how important being there for your loved ones is. Pero también sobre lo importante que es tener a alguien dispuesto a apoyarte cuando lo necesites, como lo hace State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Aprende más en es.statefarm.com. Life is full of surprises. Some good, some not so much. Hola, it's Honey. Hola, it's Carolina. Y sabes que estar preparado para cualquier cosa es importante. Whether that's in our roles as mothers, wives, businesswomen, or podcasters. On our show Life in Spanglish, you know that being open to unexpected turns has been an important part of our success. Pero we can use some help. Oh yes, la buena ayuda is welcome. Y si pasa algo, tranquilitos. Isn't it good knowing that with a State Farm agent you can worry less because someone will be personally invested in safeguarding your goals. Plus, they have the options to talk to a real person whenever a customer needs, especially when those unexpected turns come up. It's the personalized attention you can count on. Aprende más en es.statefarm.com. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. The Custard TV Podcast. This is Luke, editor and runner of the website that you may have discovered this on, thecustardtv.com. Joined, as always, by Gary in the London area. Uh, Good evening. And Matt, who is packing a case in the northern area. Not, not packed a case as of yet, but... Uh, no, but you will, but we're trying to think... my stuff together. Yeah. How much stuff do you think you have? A little, a bit. I've got some kitchen stuff and some bathroom stuff and... Are we talking I've... the back of a car, or do you need to hire a van? Is it I'm like a hiring, I'm hiring a van to, t- to uh, take a, like, a chest of drawers, but everything not, else... Not a chest of drawers, back... but like a chest of drawers. No, our, our chest of drawers. Oh, okay. I've done a lot of moves. By the way, if you're not gathered, Matt's moving soon. But I've done a lot of moves. People have. T- Are you I've moving again? Of... Whoa, 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 yes, whoa, 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 yes, whoa. yes, I yes. I trump all that. I used to work for a removals company. <laughs> Don't you think, Gary, that it's it's just as easy to leave Matt's chest the stuff in Matt's chest of drawers unless it's valuable? No, no, no. Then he could if just you leave do that, the stuff the, in. Yeah, the items could get damaged. Or I what could happen take... is one of the drawers could get stuck in the move. The, the the chest of drawers is is coming at a later date. The van is not being. So what oh, the van? The van's not being done till the weekend. I'm moving a lot of stuff uh, in the car when okay. I'm moving next week. Have you got to learn to drive in the on meantime? the Sunday? No, I've got I've got friends. <laughs> I'll tell you what okay. it's like sometime. Um, <laughs> Ooh, burn! <laughs> a lot of stuff's going in the car, and then the chest of drawers. There's a wardrobe in the room already, so I'm taking a lot of the clothes and stuff, and then the chest of drawers is. What do you use now for a desk? Table. God, you are in the north. <laughs> like, I, I, no, 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 I could top you. It's not a normal table. It's like a, it's a picnic table. Oh! <laughs> my my parents are moving out. Is that going with you as well, the my, picnic table? I doubt it. My, my oh. parents are moving out of my childhood home soon, and I'm inheriting my grandfather's writing desk and some other furniture. What about Mrs. McNamara? Any more news on that, guy? No, no, no news. We're, we're in a, a holding position on uh, Mrs. McNamara. <laughs> oh, God. I thought you were keeping her hostage, <laughs> Louise. Yeah. You just yeah, said we're in a holding position on Mrs. McNamara. <laughs> we're in a holding pattern. Who <laughs> were Mrs. Mrs. McNamara moving? Oh, pattern. We are it. not technically me and Mrs. McNamara holding, <laughs> so I just want to clear up that room. Luke, Gary and Matt. Talking telly. On the Custard TV Podcast. Can I, can I also just clarify, um, Matt, that you have got internet access. This isn't your last appearance on the podcast. 
<laughs> we'll have to see. Starbucks nearby though, so. Oh, we, we could we could have you order things and pick the funny names that oh, go on no, the cup. No, isn't there like I've heard of there's like a secret Starbucks menu that you know they don't advertise, but if you go in and say the right words, you get special drinks. I think McDonald's do that as well. Yeah, apparently, if you're a student in McDonald's and you own a McDonald's and say you're a student, you get a free cheeseburger or something. How many times have you done that? Well, Gary? I've never done that, but I now I've done <laughs> so. I don't have a credit card, so. Uh, Gary, wasn't it not that long ago that your parents moved out of your family home into the house next door? I'm a bit confused. No, 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 no. They have been planning to move out of my family home for about... But they were only going to move into the house next door. That wasn't that long ago. No, we moved next door. That was was 30 years ago. So your family home is the house next door? Well, okay. It's been what you call your family home. I lived in one home from about age three till about 11, and then I moved to, when I was aged 11 next door. So what do you consider your family home? You know, what are your formative years? I don't know. I just uh, don't so who know. lived in the house that you moved out of? Were there new people moving into that house? Yeah. When you moved next door? Yeah. Well, Can I ask various... why you moved next door? <laughs> oh, well, okay. well, look, the house that my parents live in now was bombed in the war. Okay. All right, but, but they it was, weren't there. It was rebuilt in the it was rebuilt in the fifties, whereas the house next door was built in the nineteen hundreds. So if you saw it, it's a big difference between the two houses. Oh, right. so they moved to an updated house. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. But then the new modern... people who moved in didn't mind living in an old house. No, because those houses we'd already done it up, <laughs> and those houses have got a lot of character. Uh, and, and and actually sell for a lot more. Um, because, okay, because so why are you moving and... back? They're not. They're moving to another area. They're not moving back next okay, door. Okay, so they're not. Mo- they're moving to a t- completely different area away they're from these down, two they're houses. Downsizing. This is a third house. More, more, yeah. yeah, a third house. They're moving into a smaller, uh, more modern house with uh, underfloor heating in the kitchen. Crikey! I know. And a big arc cooker and a downstairs blue. Are you going to inherit all their slippers? Because <laughs> they won't need them anymore. Well, they won't need them. That's a good point. Yeah, no. point. As long as they stay in the kitchen. Yeah. Well, what happens when you go in the front room, though? TV news, reviews, previews, and house moves. That's what we do here on the Custard TV podcast. Well, Gary I'll does. Do... He used to work as a removal man. Yeah. How, how long did you do that for? We'll get to the TV stuff um, in a minute. When how I, long well, did you... I worked, my, dad, my dad worked there, so I yeah. used to work there when I was at sixth form. So. Yeah. Early nineties, I was working. You do look there. like a removal man, if I'm honest. You do look a I bit. I have yeah. done my time on the vans, uh, as we call it. Yeah. <laughs> I know how well, to. Got... I know how to pack china properly and everything like that. You know, Matt, if you, you know, if you need a hand. I never imagined moving in London to be that easy. Everything's a bit nearer, so. Yeah, perhaps sometimes you don't even need a van. Well, not when you move next door, no. Did the people who, that you moved next door, <laughs> did they move back into the... Into no, the... we didn't swap houses. <laughs> pack everything into the van, then we move, and then they unpack from the van. That's a... You could well, have just you opened the window and just, like, handed it over. We did pretty much. We just moved it all via the back door, you know. I don't want to do the book. I want to do this all day now. <laughs> I put on Twitter earlier this week the next series of the X Factor as we are having one 
is all shaping up rather well already. Caroline Flack, Ollie Mears and Nick Grimshaw all gone. I mean, I wasn't a massive fan of Rita. I liked her on The Voice more than I did The Experts, if I'm honest. There is rumours about Dermot coming back. Um, yeah. About- but, I, I but, read, but how can he? I've how can he when the getaway car is doing so well? He's a truck of money, Dermot. Come and yeah. I've read. Series. I've read that Danny Minogue might come back, but people are basing that on the fact that she's finished doing the Australian X Factor this year. Craig David might be doing it, oh. but probably only on a Monday because yeah, he's, he's made a bit he's of a the rest... Oh, on Sunday, if he, he could do the yeah. results show because he yeah. chills on. Yeah. But he it's might Saturday that he would struggle with. He's, he's Maybe someone yeah, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and no, yeah, no, he doesn't. Saturday. It's Wednesday through Saturday. Ah, uh, is it? Oh, okay. How's he going to be able to train his? You know, he, he, he chills he, on Sunday. Yeah, but how is he going to be able to spend any time with his artists? You know, when he gets his cap- well, he'd probably be one of them. He'd be spending his seven oh, okay, days yeah. with. Yeah, if yeah. he got the girls, or if he's lo- <laughs> if his lawyers are listening, probably not. Or he could take yeah. her for drinks and then yeah. So yeah, Wednesday through Saturday is a bit packed up, but Sunday I can comedy the results show. Okay, so that's that. <laughs> um, I don't know why we did that for so long, but we did. And I'm, that's, I'm I still can't believe it. we've got five minutes out of moving stories. Are we going to go back to that? I've still oh. got a load of questions. Okay. Um, some comedy news of of a sort. Um, the Kennedys, which was a, you know, it was a it was a fine comedy Gen- film from from Emma it Kennedy seems to based come along on a, a time where all these like. Autobiographical comedy dramas were being. It, it was kind start, of on at the same time as Cradle of Grave. And well, that's the thing. It kind of got caught up in that, didn't it? So that's gone, and uh, we told you a while ago that the BBC, to celebrate 60 years of British comedy, was going to remake things like Porridge and things like that with a new cast. And they've now announced the Are You Being Served cast, which includes Matthew Horne from Gavin and Stacey, John Chalice from Only Fools and Horses, yeah, and Boise. Georgie Porter. And who, sorry? Georgie Porter. Georgie from, Porter. From, <laughs> Our old do you, have, you don't have to say it like that. From I'm, I'm and also Sherry Houston as as oh. uh, Mrs. Slocum and uh, Jason Watkins as. Uh, yeah, see, I like Jason Watkins, but yeah, the only problem the, is, what, I, I, the, the, we've all got a problem with this, haven't we? We all think. Have we? Yeah. Well, I, I don't, I don't speak a, for me, what? Gary. Yeah, no, let's see how it pans out. I mean, Darren Litton is writing it of Benidorm, so he's sort yeah. the same sort of tone. I'm sure will be. But, but the problem is, is that you, I'm assuming you've watched the original. Yeah. Show. It's full of innuendo, which won't work in today's society. Well, they, they're setting it in the 1980s. Uh, it's the old thing of you don't really need to. No, you don't need things. to. Let's, let's, let's just say what we always say. We should focus on the new things. But it's just a one-off, going. isn't it? They're not doing a whole new series. Just, well, no. Like, what what I've read is that if it, if it was if it was a massive hit, then they'd bring it back. For so, a full we'll series. agree. None of us watch it. So that I it think it's going to get the ratings because people will be intrigued. Well, it's what but... I said. On, what I said on Twitter. Mm. If it gets big ratings, it's the pure curiosity mm. effect. It will do as much. As much as it would annoy me if they remade something like Early Fools and Horses, I'd have to watch it mm. just to see what the devil they were doing. I think this would be terrible. I'm sure you're probably right, but there yeah. you go. Let's start with The Night Manager. Oh, go on then. Um, which Gary, Gary has literally just finished watching. Yes. Before we so start. The, the, your, your thought process is all the names oh, and all the... Grief. Well, oh, no, all okay, be there. Okay. Because... All right, I reckon I can do it. Do you want yeah, to do the I'll preamble on this one? Yeah, let's let Gary this do the preamble. This is based on a book by John Le Carre, who is a famous spy writer, 
uh, and um, stars Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston is the main lead. He plays a hotel night manager, hence the name of the show, who gets embroiled in um, something to do with the Arab Spring when um, Egypt is being first liberated from its uh, president, Mohammed, uh, is it Mubarak? And he gets caught up in uh, a situation where he ends up with some documents in his possession that show that uh, a very famous uh, philanthropist called John Roper played one Richard Roper. Richard Roper. I knew there was He's a little... so close. I, I almost feel like giving him that one. <laughs> but played very well by Hugh Laurie. He basically turns... Uh, against this guy Roper, he basically dobs him into the British intelligence that they, the, 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 this guy Roper is providing people in Egypt with arms, napalm, and and all sorts of uh, equipment to sort of retake over Egypt. He then moves to a hotel after a, a woman he becomes involved with uh, gets killed. He moves to a hotel in Switzerland. Do we really well, find like, out why that is, or does it's he just like five leave? years? Five years oh, or so right. in the future, isn't it? It moves yeah. forward. We assume he moved because you know it, it was very difficult for him. Well, they, he does mention that he worked at other hotels in the interim, like in ah oh, right, Italy and yes, stuff you like did. that. Tangiers well. and all that. Now working at a hotel in Switzerland, and this uh, Richard Roper turns up as a guest. He decides to contact British intelligence again. The person that he contacted five years ago, which happens to be uh, Olivia Coleman. And he's kind of throughout the episode is agreeing to provide evidence of uh, Mr. Roper's inside training. He starts off with phone numbers, doesn't he? With um, SIM cards. Burner phone, yeah. Burner phone codes that uh, Richard Roper throws into a champagne bottle. And the episode ends with him meeting up with Olivia Coleman and kind of agreeing for her to be his handler. Knitwear uh, been... clad pregnant Olivia Coleman. Yes, her. yes, she did. Whose look... character in the book was actually a man, Leonard Burr, and they changed it for this to have a bit of variety. Did you never see Olivia Coleman on the telly either, no, which no. is. They killed off the only other. Well, this is the, the announcement this week that um, Sean Dooley will be in the new series of DCI Banks. Oh, he never thank God. I was worried about him. <laughs> We haven't seen it for Again, he's not getting any work. I found this very good. I mean, I, I have to say, I'm not a huge fan of John Le Carre stuff. I hated Tinker Tate, the Soldier Spy, oh, was a okay. movie. Um, I found it tedious and boring. Uh, but I've read Smiley's People and Tinker Tate, the Soldier Spy, the book. And I thought Tom Hiddleston was very good and very believable as... Mm. He's very as, much. This is it like this to me feels like his audition for James Bond almost. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people, are, a saying lot of people that. are saying that. Although I think he'd be better as Q. Uh, yeah, what I, I felt on this that I it almost to me felt like an hour long prologue to the rest of the series. Yeah, um, it was a build up, especially the stuff in Egypt, which I never got on board with. I didn't really believe the romance between him and the girl Sophie. It, it was very portrayed, wasn't mm. it? You know, sort of. I mean, she was chasing him. I mean, like... it felt like the um, the guy who's adapting it. He sort of struggled to know where to sort of, you know, end this episode, end this episode, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's quite hard to adapt a novel for TV rather than, as you mentioned, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. They did. Uh, as a film a couple of years ago. What I liked was the second half in Switzerland when we got more from Richard Roper. Hugh Laurie and Tom Hiddleston together were very good. Yeah. Um, and I am I, I'm looking forward to watching some more of the series. I think this is like that scene at the end with Olivia Coleman and Tom Hiddleston. It's like, this is where it's sort of starting properly now. We've got all the sort of Better. pieces in place. Obviously, it looks really good. I think the direction from Suzanne Beer. Uh, is is good as well. I, I quite enjoyed it. I know Luke though wasn't a fan. Uh, it was just a bit style over substance for me. I didn't. No, I, I would disagree with that. 
Well, you can. I yeah. mean, I'll punch you in the it, face. It's not but, Sky... but what if I disagree and gang up on you? Two it's against not one? Sky Atlantic style over substance. No, it? it's not quite. No. I, I, just, well, this, you're not, I suppose it's worth it saying is, that it's yeah. a co-production, isn't it? And, BBC it, and you're own. not a fan of spy stuff either. This is your. I watched all of Spooks. Yeah. Um, and I watched. I mean, I wouldn't watch stuff like. I tried stuff like London Spy and just. But didn't this get on with isn't it. the sort of genre you're into. You prefer no, character-led no, pieces, really. and this is. I, I think that. this is going to be slow. There's not going to be action. I would say it was slow. I don't, well, no, I never but I think for Luke's, for Luke's purposes, it's going to be. Complex and Luke like, Luke's, quite uh, stupid. I mean, Luke, like, like, um, yeah. Luke likes slow drama, don't you? You like, you don't mind. Yes, yeah, I don't mind it. Depending on, I mean, that Deutschland eighty three was a spy drama that I liked, and nobody asked on the podcast, which is fine. It's good. No, I liked it. Disagree. I just haven't seen it all yet. If you liked it enough, though, you would have sought it out to Maybe. see the rest. I just thought some of the acting was a bit poor. Some of it, the the girlfriend or the woman that pursued him was really bad. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't yeah. like her. Well, so that's I, what I, I said. Don't... And all the stuff in Egypt was just a bit like, you could have probably done that in about five minutes. All a bit tongue-in-cheek for when me. When she got killed, I was like, okay. I didn't I didn't really see her as I think like, I, I felt exactly the same, so... I think, yeah. though, I'm going to certainly give it another episode and see where it goes. Yeah, definitely. Because it yeah. felt like this this episode was all set up. There wasn't any sort of proper action in it. It was all, like, establishing everything. Call the Midwife was on 8pm on Sunday. Uh, Ga- Gary, did you cry this week? No, I, 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 I held back the tears. Uh, I thought, it was, again, it was a very good episode. Uh, it had various different plots going through it. You had the Doctor going on holiday, which was supposed to be comedy, but wasn't. Mm. Uh, it was a little bit dull. But I think the yeah, rest I, of the storylines, the, the attacker storyline, I think, particularly was strong. Yeah, I think the actor, I can't remember. I think Bryony Hanna is the actress's yes. name. And she was excellent as um, Sister Mary Cynthia, who got attacked um while she was sort of deep in prayer. Someone And, and I think, I think the other character that shone was the older uh, nun, um, as well, you know, sort of Judy involved. Yeah, I can't remember. It. And I think she was brilliant. Monica brilliant at the way in which she interacted with mm. uh, that character and and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I think I, I, I again. I thought there was good stuff. I agree with you. Uh, the the Doctor storyline was was weak, but yeah. And and I also grimaced with that storyline where there was the the mother who didn't want people to know that her daughter was pregnant and. She pulled too hard on the uh, the old cord and <laughs> dislodged the womb, and that that. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> that, the that made that me they, grimace. I think I think that again they've done that in previous episodes. That whole idea of of, of, of like there was in the nineteen sixties where there was that shame of you had to have been born into a model family. You can't have children out of wedlock. You can't, you know. It, and I, and I think you know it, it is such in stark contrast to how it is now. That I think it's worth them showing it again and again. That must... Happy Valley Loot, let's talk about that. That's on yeah. an, oh, 9 pm on Tuesday. Having finished this one halfway through mm. the second series, this one was a slower pace, I think, mm. personally. Yeah. But it was the funniest of the three. There yeah. was some genuinely. My favourite bit. I think I know what you're going to say. Go on. Were the uh, discussion over, over in the restaurant about the. Tribute yes, acts. that's what I was going I to say. I love that. <laughs> and he was the... all right as well. Have you done, ladies? Ah, uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. What time's Michael Jackson coming on then? Oh, any time now. Sorry, have you been waiting for him? 
thing is, it takes him half an hour to get ready with his makeup and he's psyching himself up. Is he any good? He's, you know. But we had Robbie Williams here two weeks ago and he went, all right. Oh, and then we've got Elvis back again week after next. Did you see Elvis last time? Because we did have him here, oh, six months back. And he's not bad either. Again, she has this Sally Moonlight who writes it as this great way of just moving the story along. Mm. But but not, I mean, there's so much going on. The only thing, and I, I mentioned this to you um, before yeah. you watched this episode, mm-hmm. was that it feels now like they're just keeping James Norton on because mm. he's a big star. And I think yeah. Tommy, if they'd have finished Tommy Lee Royce's story with his mum's funeral and not yeah. had this Shirley Henderson character, I don't think it would affect anything. <clears throat> I just think it just feels a bit like... Oh, I wouldn't want to second-guess Sally no, Moonlight. No, but, but the it only, just feels the only hard way to believe gonna, it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The only way, well, yeah, and the only way it's going to go is she's going to kidnap the little yeah. boy. Or, and that happened you know, in that's... the first series. Yeah, got kidnapped in the first series. And I really struggled to understand her. I have to have hmm. the telly yeah. up so yeah, loud yeah. when she's on. She speaks, she speaks like this all the time. <laughs> but yeah, We started our company, Girls Who Do Interiors, before we even graduated design school. And we turned to Chase for Business to build along with us. They had everything from banking to payment acceptance to credit cards all in one place. And with the Chase mobile app, our business is wherever we are. It's made for business owners who build to inspire. Learn more at chaseforbusiness.com. Make more of what's yours. Real customers compensated. Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member of FDIC. It was almost too good. I surprised myself. <laughs> um, I, I think it's it's still brilliant. It made and I us like all the, laugh. the little twist that um, the character played by Julie Hesman Hart was also having an affair. Um, but I re- I just really enjoy it. And I love the way that all the characters have something to do. Mm. They're all given their time to even Joyce who is the desk sergeant yeah, she was, was given a lot to do yeah. and she was really good at so, it so. but I also liked um, the way Kevin Doyle played it yeah. uh, this week because I do like you Kevin. were initially not a fan of that whole no, storyline when it began now Amelia Bullmore's I think it was more her than him because her, her her character's a little over the top I think and you just thought it was just always going to be about her being him being blackmailed yeah. and how he was going to get yeah. around it yeah, and it's now interesting that they know it's her that there's this dead body, and yeah. that he actually it... sort of maimed her. Yeah, nice, um, brilliant. Fresh Meat was back as well, fourth and final uh, series of the University uh, House sitcom, uh, set in Manchester, written by Sam Bain and Jesse Armstrong. We all love this show. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say this this final series obviously is looking at the characters as they're on their sort of final term at uni trying to sort of decide what they're going to do next in their life. They've got, um, this first episode had uh, JP, who's Jack Whitehall, his brother, Tomothy, arrived. Um, <laughs> that was still great. makes me laugh. Still uh, makes me to laugh. Um, basically sort his brother out and, and make him join the family firm, basically. Because all, J- all JP wants to do is either work with lions or draw penises, which I think is amazing. And then, I like uh, the fact as well when he said, well, I realise I'll have to build up to lions and start with smaller animals. That's uh, <laughs> great. Charlotte Ritchie, who is also being called the midwife, her character Oregon is student uh, union president and is releasing like a self-help guide, but oh, that was great. realizes that she actually has no power and sacks her assistant, played by Robbie Robbie Williams's wife. 
Oh yeah, that's right. She, yes. She then begins a relationship with Joe Thomas's character Kingsley. You've also got in this um, Kimberly Nixon's character Josie, who's the only one who's not finishing the term. She, she's basically upset that everything's coming to an end. Uh, you know, the last pancake day, the last oh. new episode of New Tricks. Um, not knowing at the time that New Tricks had already finished before this series yeah, started. Just so many repeats. So yeah. Howard has built a big revision cage. Um, <laughs> And he is now in the basement, the Fritzel of Revision. Where have you been? We've been worried. I've been right here since the Christmas period. Not at lessen the distractions from Revision. I've been getting up at midnight and going to bed at 8am in the cellar. And I am copyright of the McDonald's Corporation. Loving it. We have a cellar? Now you tell me. And all this time I've been storing my wine in a rack like some accountant. I do. Um, who, who is in... A lot of debt, she owes a lot of money, and she's also the RAF after her for some reason. Um, yeah, so she... <laughs> Why are they RAF after you? I don't they know. Yeah. Um, so she decides to become a drug pusher, or as Sabine only gives her one pill, pill uh, a drug a poker. Drug... 150 quid for one pill. What does it do? Grow a magic beanstalk back to the fucking Hacienda, 1990? There will be more of I'm hardly even a drug pusher with one. You can't push just once. It's not a push, it's a punk. I'm a drug poker. She gives it to Timothy and then learns that the uh, amounts of things in there might not be too good, so... Truth is, I told you saxophone a dodgy pill and I'm worried he's going to die. What? What? It's probably fine, but um, the lab, where they came from, just had a few dats. Well, what the hell's in it? Oh, yeah, I don't know. This and that. Uh, Sabine knocked it up. Sabine? You gave my brother a pill made by Sabine? She's a pharmacologist. If you have hurt this, you can knock a percentile off the GDP. She's called Booper. I might need to be copped at South. Look, calm down. We don't want your blood pressure to spike. This brain is gold. If you have damaged even a single cell of it, I will sue. Come on, mate. It was just an accident. She thought the pill was safe. Bullshit. It did have a windmill. She's an a-hole. All your housemates are a-holes. The pusher, the no-mark, the Welsh alcoholic, stick of the dump. I don't love it, I don't. I revise in a cell be more accurate to call me the Fritzel of Revision. The pill's safe. How do you know? For sure. I just took one a few hours ago. I feel great. Here's a badge. I'm gonna try to touch a duck in the park. They look so soft. Hey. <sighs> I'm out of game. There is so much health and safety in drug dealing these days. I, I like this because you've got six storylines going on. Everything gets equal footing and everything builds mm-hmm. up to a big scene at the end. And there is also, as well as the comedy, there's the, like, not dramatic aspect, but these characters aren't just one dimensional. Mm-hmm. You feel for them. There's that scene at the end where Timothy basically says to JP, I know you're no good, but I'm going to sort of, you know, sort you out and you're going to have my life, even though we learn throughout that Timothy's life isn't that good at all, really. But I, I really enjoyed it, and there were some cracking one-liners. And I think, I think Peep Show, which is the other Sam Bain, Jesse Armstrong show to come to the come to an end last year, came to an end with so a bit of a whimper. the last one. Uh, yeah, I don't think Matt's even seen the last one. No, Whereas I, I think this has got time to close everybody mm. off. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to see them all wave goodbye no. to one another. It's not they said it was but... really emotional doing the last scene of all of them together because. Their last scene that they filmed apparently wasn't the last scene because Charlotte Ritchie 
left. Well, yeah, they, they, don't, they don't do it that way. Do no, they? no, no. But Charlotte, they had to do everything with Charlotte Ritchie because I'm assuming she had oh, to leave right. before the midwife. So they filmed the last scene, as you said, out of sequence. Yeah. So the, apparently the last scene that they filmed was something where they're all having to sort of rush across the corridor. So they said it's a bit sort of Scooby-Doo-esque. And they were all sort of breaking down while doing this quite sort of silly. That, my favourite bits, though, still are the ones that that um, where they're all together. Mm. I just think that they have such a chemistry. They which do. You saw and and I say, yeah, at the, at the screening, uh, you could tell they just sort of bounce off each other so well. When they were watching it, um, I Kimberly Nixon's um, was resting her head on Zoe Ashton's shoulder throughout the whole thing, and it was just. It was just quite sweet, really. Um, Very sweet. Continue watching Fresh Meat. It is on Mondays at 10 on Channel 4. Friday mm-hmm. at 10 on Channel... Friday at 9 this on is, Channel this 4. This is brilliant. He's taken all the notes. It's more yeah. of the same, really. People watching telly, there was one new family whose name i completely forgotten. Um, no, I don't remember. Um, but the dad had a mighty beard and the son had Tourette's and the mum could do sign language. That's all I've got. But a lot of the sort of uh, favourite couples uh, didn't arrived till later on in the show um sandy and sandra and uh, chris and Stephen um weren't in the show until probably about three quarters of the way through steph and dom again now are sort of special attractions really mm. on the show the tappers as well we didn't have the the, the dad is in hospital at the moment yeah. so I, th- I think that's the sort of thing that reminds you that it's all done in the week that mm. You know, because if it wasn't, they could get everybody together. Oh, and I suppose the, the, the other big thing was the Gibneys were back with a massive sofa. <laughs> a massive I wonder whether they get given yeah. a sofa from Neil. <laughs> yeah. The sofa work sloth. I still think this works. I know it's seven years on, or seven series on, I should say, uh, but I still like it. I still find it funny. I still find it, you know, engrossing and real. I don't feel like anyone's putting on any airs and graces, apart from Giles and Mary, who are a bit, you know... Were they in this very much? They were in it a tiny bit. I always think they're the ones... I don't think anyone really dominated this episode, which is good. No, but if I could get rid of one, I'd get rid of the Michaels. But I do like yeah. looking at Alex, so... Yeah, it swings around about yeah. it, really. <laughs> the new family as well of the McCormicks. Thank you. Everybody was wondering. There does seem to be still, even after it's won all these awards and all this acclaim that it's got and everybody... It does seem to be a show that you either love or you just don't watch at Yeah, I know. All. I was having a conversation with my friends about this because they said... We were talking about first dates, and I sort of got yeah. them into that. They said they still couldn't get on board with Gogglebox. And I actually, it did take me a while. If you remember when I started watching, yeah. I, I, I think you have to watch like three or four, four in a go just to get the characters and everything. And, you know, Gary, get their as, a t- as a TV fan, Gary, why yeah. does it not interest you watching well, a show like this? I don't, want people watch, I don't necessarily want to watch other people watching telly. I prefer to watch the telly. Well, the, uh, Gary's the dad in the new family anyway, so it's fine. I, I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I, there are people I that just I... say, no, I don't. it's not for me, and I don't understand why mm. they think that. Well, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I suppose I didn't watch it when it started. So, you know, there's always I didn't. Well, yeah, but there's always one of these things like you feel you need to be there at the ground level. Because no, you it, don't. I, well, I think I started watching it series three or series, four. Yeah. I'm not prepared to give it a go. I'm, I'm sorry. Have you told your friends about this podcast? Okay, here we go. No. It's just not my idea of a good time. Tell them now. That's what the people want to hear. This is the Custard TV podcast. Good. The last drop. From thecustardtv.com. 
Saturday night, oddly, was the return of Saturday night takeaway. Uh, When's which... that on? <laughs> I believe that's on Saturday began night, isn't it? Seven o'clock on the Saturday. Yeah. Uh, it um, started uh, rather brilliantly with a uh, marriage proposal after this do woman. You know what? I, we, we were talking yeah. about this. I don't know how they do these things. No. I have no idea I, how I they burst do out this. laughing when she saw what, her, mom, her mom jumping out of a plane. I thought that no, was amazing. No, what they did, well, I'll let Matt do the preamble. What, what they did, basically, they did. was they, they got this woman out of the audience and said, you know, we know you went on holiday this summer to these places. What you and didn't know, what you didn't know you yeah, is that your parents, but we basically flew your parents out to all these different places without you knowing. And one of them was, they went to New Zealand and she did a skydive before she did one. Her mum actually did a skydive, and they showed her all this footage. And it ended with oh, her right. boyfriend coming. It ended this with was her, last summer as well. Yeah, this ended with her boyfriend coming out and proposing to her, which was which was rather nice, and and started the series in a good way. It also we had uh, a, a skip there. Uh, Anton Deck went to America to prank James Corden. That was we had very them good. playing life-size Pac-Man against each other. Uh, yeah. Wet, wet, wet. We're on this. The vamp. Brilliant. Uh, 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 and they also trailered something that I'm quite looking forward to, which is the Who Shot Simon Cowell miniseries, written really by like Chris Chibnall. Now we interrupt tonight's scheduled programming with some breaking news. The X Factor impresario Simon Cowell has been shot at his own birthday party. They've got a gun! Both of Anne and Deck have shot Simon Cowell. So anybody more hated on British television? Get us out of here! Scotland Yard have two of their finest detectives on the case. That's why they've come to me, the fit one from Silent Witness. And me, the fit one from Lewis. This is a sort of old school Saturday night show, old but I, I think at the same time it never it's sort of got a modern feel to it and mm. uh, crucially you never feel like it you know, it's just them enjoying it. You are enjoying it too at home. They always include the people at home, which is which is it's very why. much got a feel of like of the old Noel Edmonds party. and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, the key to this is the fact that the Anton Deck have such a good time, and that just rubs Where, off on us. Whereas on the Brit Awards, I think they were struggling oh. to have a good time. Um, Go on. I just think the Brit Awards now is so sanitised. There's no like. There's no like, element of moments. surprise there. I mean, there? Adele swore. And and the and the sort of person on the beat button slightly got it wrong, so you heard her say the f word. But we saw her swear four years ago. She, you know, when James Corden cut her what, off. What I never get, and 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 there is, you know, like the the a Brit uh, the, award. What, You've no, never no, had no, no, Brit no. Brit British what breakthrough. What was on the previous week? The Baftas, wasn't it? It was the Baftas that were on. Yeah. Now that was filmed in the e- early evening and then shown in the yes. evening. Yes. Who really cares if they film the Brits half an hour before? and then show it and take the swears out. There's no need for the Brits to be live unless ITV encouraged that kind of behaviour. I think it's gone time it's like, to... I think it's on like a five-minute time delay, out? isn't it? I think it's on but the then, five why bother, then, then why didn't they get the bleeping right? I, I just don't get it. Okay, Gary. That's an odd oh, thing God. to be upset about. He's well, no, going to swear, and I haven't got a beat um, button. And pick of the but week. what was their presenting style like? I mean, it's a hard crowd. It was crowd. just very, like, yeah, I mean... It's it's full of like record executive idiots, isn't it? So there's not much going. I mean, they and tried. There's people. a bit where there was a bit where Aunt wore a dress for a bit. There was a bit where some random woman turned up not wearing very much. There um, was a bit where they did that kind of like um, naked gun joke where Ant or Deck, I don't know which one, went to the loo. And oh they my took god! A still and it was just it was just like oh, the, the recycled gags from years ago, you know. 
Okay, pick of I the week. I always think it must be hard on these things. Right, pick of the week. Well, I'm going to go for uh, a drama series starting next Thursday on BBC Two at nine o'clock called Murder. Uh, and this is a new <sighs> drama series where each episode picks apart a murder in all its terrible complexity. Uh, and I believe it uh, does a little bit where it breaks down the fourth wall that some of the detectives yes. actually talk well, about. Well, we saw... Do you not remember this was in 2012 they did yes. it? Yes. Yeah, uh, it's the, the same it exact was... style. Well, I was going to go for Stag. It calls itself a darkly comic thriller, but the joke is not... like like It's from Jim Fieldsmith, who did The Wrong Mans, and it's not got the same sort of sense of humour that The Wrong Mans had. This is sort of like laddie humour, like in between us meets the wicker man or deliverance or something <laughs> it's seven right. seven or eight people going on a stag weekend in the scottish highlands and um basically things happen and they start to get picked off one by one so it's it's very sort of dark like a, almost like a comedy horror it's got jim howick from yonderland and peep show stephen campbell moore reese shearsmith so people you know tim key from uh Alan Partridge. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's. Uh, I'll, I'll, t- I'll give you my views on it next week, but it's worth checking out. Saturday at nine. That is peculiar yeah. slot, but they need yeah, to it is on BBC Two. Finally, mine. Nobody guessed this, but it is one of my favourite TV shows of the past fifteen years. Oh. Channel Four, nine o'clock. It's called Born to Be Different. Oh, okay. And it is super. I've always found it so engrossing. It's followed the same set of children with severe to mild disabilities for the past 15 years. We've seen them being born. We've seen them have operations. We've seen them cope or not cope at school. And now, just to make us feel really old, they're turning 15, 16, and I can't wait. I think it's brilliant that Channel 4 commit to this sort of thing. I know it's Paralympics this year. They are miles ahead when it comes to disability on television. 9 o'clock Tuesday, Channel 4. And we should also mention then 13 on BBC Three. It's the other one I thought yeah. you would go for. Uh, yeah, I thought you on did. 13. Sun- <laughs> which is starting on Sunday um, on the BBC Three. You say from about midday? The publicist has no idea. But okay. she thinks Sometime on midday. Sunday, this will appear yeah. on the BBC Three website. It starts Five Jody- Monday. It stars yeah. Jodie Comer from um, My Fat Diary and, and Dr. Foster as uh, mm-hmm. Ivy, who um, has escaped from a cellar that she's been held in for the last 13 years. She's been there since she was 13. And it's yeah. about the police trying to investigate the guy who's kidnapped her and also her family coming to terms with the fact that their daughter's back in their life. And her trying to readjust to everyday, mm. normal yeah. family life. I mean, she, yeah, if you think about it, she went in 2002. So, you know, yeah. a whole different world. So basically, it's like the more serious version of Unbreakable yeah. Kimmy Schmidt. And Tadetta on the yeah. TV on Saturday nights. and yeah. Everything's changed Everything's for her. changed. This is a show that if you watch the opening scene, you're gripped from then on if you're not then you need to check your pulse because yeah, i thought no. it was fantastic also i noticed that gary stopped talking about a lot of the big shows that he used to watch like agents of shield things like that that are now on um, sundays on on e4 i caught up with series two not that long ago so i i'm not ready to start series three i think with some of these shows once they've got that kind of long run i know now that they're going to be on netflix or amazon soon so and I can binge watch them. So I don't really feel the need to kind of watch them as they're on as much. I listened to an old podcast where you were bigging up how amazing the blacklist is. And well, I, 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 again, I've I've seen series, again, not that long ago, I finished series two and I'm not into series three yet. So again, it's like, 
with the American shows. I've got think that list. Let him just get through his list. Yeah. Yeah. And where are you on your Good Wife binge? Uh, just got into series five. Probably going to park it because uh, I, 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 there's other things to watch. So I've watched three and four <laughs> Ooh, in the last you're couple. You're about of... to. Yeah, oh. I know. Series, I know. Series five's so, the biggie. Now that we, we know series seven, I don't want to rush it too much because there won't be any more. Do you know what I mean? You didn't realise I... that things on Netflix do expire. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. His Twitter is at the Gary Show. Wish Matt some moving luck. It's uh, at Matt's TV Bites. And uh, is this, this isn't the first time you've been away from the family bosom, though, is it? No. To be fair, no. no. Uh, and uh, I'm on Twitter at Luke Custard TV. Facebook.com forward slash Luke Custard out to TV. Oh, Go yeah. do it! Shout out to Gemma Clark, who's liked us this Woo-hoo! week. So thank you, Gemma. More shout-outs available if you like us on Facebook. Indeed. Now, you can download this and every previous podcast over the last mammoth nearly four years uh, by uh, down, by getting us subscribing on uh, iTunes. Are we saying that for the fifth year anniversary we, we really should do one where we're all in the same venue or something? I think we we're should play... For the, four years of, of YouTube. For, for five years we should play a massive game of Hungry Hungry Hippo. Yeah, I agree. We hungry, yeah. yeah. I would so yeah. win that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, you would. Oh, we're not... I know you would. I am hungry. Yeah. Before we go, have you got any more moving questions? You, you've got some more? So you've only moved once to the house next door and then once to where you are now. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I moved out of the family home to a place, then back, and then out again, and then to here. Yeah. Okay. I've really got to right. go and have my dinner now, guys. <laughs> but, Matt, yeah. maybe next week you'll have eaten before the podcast. Doubt it. Ooh. Your life well, is going to well, so change. Because we're not doing one next week. Nah. Life is a rich... <laughs> oh, in my face! <laughs> We'll be back soon. It's the Custard TV Podcast. Bye-zee-bye. Bye-bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... As easy as pie? Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay. Then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop-off, and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today.